get ready for a new segment called Viewer Complaints. That's right, it's me, Eric, from YourRealityRecaps.com, bringing back our Real Housewives audio blogs for this season of The Real Housewives of New Jersey, Season 7. Now, for those of you that don't know, basically, I don't like to read. I like to be read to, and I think everyone else feels the same way, which is why I'm reading you the Bravo blogs from the ladies each week as they put them out. Now look, they don't put them out frequently. So while we're going to try and make this a regular podcast coming out on the same time each week, just remember that I'm a slave to the ladies. So once they put out stuff, you'll be getting one of these every single week. Now, where can you see this and listen to it? Of course, on iTunes. And if you are, do us a favor, leave us a five-star rating and a nice review. It really helps support our shows. These shows will also be archived on our website, Your Reality Recap com slash bravo. Now, if you guys want an amazing way to help support our shows, consider becoming a patron. YourRealityRecaps.com slash patron. You get access to the patron-only group on Facebook. You get shows just for patrons weekly, prize giveaways for patrons, and your questions asked to reality stars when they come on our shows. Of course, you guys know we are live every single night of the week over on YouNow at YouNow.com slash reality recaps. Of course, it is Big Brother season currently, so that is what we are mainly focusing on. And if you are a Big Brother fan, I don't know why you are not over there checking out all our Big Brother content. But that's not all we do. So feel free to peruse our website, yourrealityrecaps.com, and see all of the amazing shows, content, videos, live streams, reality star guests that we have on all the time. Another great way you can help support our shows is if you're doing any Amazon shopping, go to yourrealityrecaps.com slash Amazon. Or if you just want to make a one-time donation to help us keep bringing you all of this content, consider doing so at yourrealityrecaps.com slash PayPal. Now, we have so much to get to from this week's Real Housewives of New Jersey that I think we need to jump right Right into it with our first blog. Now, I know I gave you guys a spoiler, but I'm going to save it for the end of the show. I'm going to introduce a viewer complaint. Because apparently maybe other people have this complaint and I want to know. So you're going to have to let me know in the feedback below. But I'm going to save it because we got four blogs this week. Thank you. Better than none. They all basically just posted them today. Swear we're going to get these out early one week. It's not my fault. I'm just reminding you, it's not my fault. I'm a slave to when they put them up. But let's start with Jacqueline's blog called The Telephone Game Never Works. Hello again. I think I covered most of what I wanted to say in my other blogs regarding my fight with Teresa. So I'm going to not touch on it so much in this blog. Yeah, right. Um, the bottom line is that in reality, okay, you couldn't even go one sentence. You just you couldn't even go one sentence. The bottom line is that in reality, Teresa was the one who brought up the past in every situation we discussed that night at my house. I had held her accountable for her actions in each situation. Teresa never seems to take accountability for her own actions, and it's frustrating. I may hit below the belt sometimes, but at least I hit with the truth. When you challenge me, I will challenge you back. Teresa and I share the same zodiac sign, Taurus. 
two stubborn bulls, and right now, our horns are locked. About my situation with Joe Gorga, look, I explained most of that in my last blog too. I never felt I needed to go through Melissa to talk to Joe. I felt like we were all close enough friends by now that I could pick up the phone and speak with him if I needed to clear something up that he was involved in. It had nothing to do with Melissa. I didn't want to involve her. The telephone game never works. When I have an issue with someone, I go right to the source. That's just my way. I'm glad I know now that Joe never told Teresa not to trust me two years ago while Joe and I were friends. I don't understand why Teresa threw her brother under the bus like that. Okay, I love when housewives give us Big Brother references. Love it. I guess by lying, Teresa was just looking to cause problems between her brother and me. I'm not sure why her brother... Uh, why she brought her brother up unless uh, she was purposely trying to create a wedge between him and I. Yes, we know. You just literally said that in the last sentence, Jacqueline. She knew that Joe and I were friends, but I guess she always tried to sway my opinion of Melissa and Joe even before I met them. Luckily for them, I always like to give people the benefit of the doubt and judge people by my own experiences with them, not somebody else's. One thing I noticed is that I really do talk with my hands a lot. Now, girl, I hear you on that one. I'm not going to blame you on that one. Moving on, I got a blast demolishing Dolo's kitchen. The hell is Dolo? Doreen? Dorinda. Wrong show. Doreen. Dorinda, Doreen, Delinda, Dolores, Durr. That was awesome. I was so thrilled for her to be able to do the renovations. It may be the same old house where all her old memories are, and some painful, that are still lingering, but this homemaker, this home makeover was a chance to make it feel new again. It was giving her a new sanctuary to call her own, and she could start creating her own memories. I don't know many ex-husbands that are as attentive or as invested in the lives of their ex-wives as Frank, but I think it's wonderful. They have a great family union. Dolores is coming into her own, and she's learning how to become more independent. She's a strong woman, and I know she can do this. Everyone, welcome Pete to our family. Okay, so I'm going to interject in here a Pete's hot. Oh, he is hottie hottie McCotterson. I was all over that boy's Instagram and he's like a dojo fighter. But then, you know, there were other like karate people in the pictures. They didn't have their shirts on and they were hotter. So then I was like looking for their names. Then I started looking at their Instagrams and ooh, he is not that hot with the shirt off. But maybe he'll get hot later. But his friends are hot. But he has a good face. His good face is what I'm saying. Do you think he has good face? I mean, his body's okay. His dad bod. Anyway, let me know in the comment section below. Back to Jacqueline. He has been in Ashley's life for almost six years, and they had been dating as a couple for over one and a half. They were always best friends. When Ashley took Pete over Christmas to go meet her father in Texas for the first time, he had asked him the same question. I thought that that was very old school and respectful. We appreciate that. I just had no idea he was thinking about asking her so soon. I was so excited. Well, what? He didn't ask your new husband? I'm just saying you should be asking all husbands. Or dads, I should say. Fast forward to our dinner you saw in the episode. 
Pete and Ashley were discussing moving in together. Chris and I agreed that it was a big commitment and that it would most likely lead to marriage. Chris and I had been engaged for over a year and a half before I moved my life and Ashley across the country to New Jersey to live with Chris for the first time. We knew that with our engagement and my moving across the country that it meant a commitment of marriage was coming. We were both excited and anxious to start a family right away. Chris is one of 11 children and I was one of three. We both discussed wanting to have six kids together. I guess God already had his plan for us and I was blessed with my daughter and the two boys Chris gave me. I feel very satisfied, grateful, and happy. When Pete told me at dinner that he was ready to go buy Ashley's engagement ring, I think I went numb for a second and dropped my fork. I didn't know what to say. I mean, I was thrilled for them and excited for their future, and I was honored that he wanted me to go with him to pick out rings. And I wanted to go, but I wanted the choice to come from him. It's such a personal gift, and I don't know his budget or what he had in mind to buy her, and I don't want to give my input on something so personal between them. My only message to him was that the gesture is more important than the ring, so as a young couple, he didn't need to go all out on the ring. They could always upgrade later as the years go on if they felt they wanted to do that. I just let Pete do his thing, and I just observed. I think you could see that Pete did really good. I know Ashley would be thrilled, and I was thrilled for both of them. Ashley finally found her special someone. Stay tuned for next week when we all go to the Crystal Springs Resort for a girls' spa getaway weekend. Sounds peaceful, doesn't it? Well, you won't believe what happens. And thus concludes the Bravo blog of Jacqueline. Now, this is like a little spoiler alert that I have for you. And I'll say, I don't know if this is true or not. I actually forget who even told me this. But apparently, this is going to be like Jacqueline's last episode. Because apparently, whatever happens, nobody will film with her anymore. Or she's only on like very randomly after this. And that's why they had to bring um, the other cannoli lady and lesbian sister on. <laughs> I can't remember anybody's names. I'm sorry, I'm doing this at 1 a.m. again. Um, but yeah, you guys comment and let me know what uh, you think in the comment section below. And we're going to move on to the next Bravo Blog. <laughs> and it is from America's Favorite porn star name possessing person Siggy Flicker called in order to move on you must leave the past in the past Michael and I just returned from dropping his daughter off at college in upstate New York we got her all set up for her freshman year of college and I must say it felt so good to be needed and, and to do what I do best be the best mom or stepmom in this case as you can tell from recent episodes, I'm having a really hard time adjusting to my kids growing up and not needing me as much anymore. This year was the first year I didn't go back to school shopping with Joshua, and he just wanted to go with his friends. Ugh. I had to turn around when he told me, so he didn't see the tears in my eyes. Oh my god, you need to let go and let God, honey. You are going to create an anxiety-ridden child. He is not going to bring his girlfriends over. You, you are like the metaphor of that thing where it's like if you put sand in your hand and you squeeze your hand really hard, all the sand's going to come out your fingers because the more you try and hold on to something, the more it's going to slip away, you freaking psychopath. How about you just stop and let your kid be a kid? 
Stop trying to control him. Let him have friends. He's not in love with you. He loves you. But he's not in love with you. Don't you write a book about relationships? You need to read a book on how to be a less controlling psychotic mother. Is what I think. Lady. <laughs> Let me know if you agree in the comment section below. Joshua is entering his senior year of high school. And I do understand he's at an age now where he wants to be independent. That's really one of my goals in raising my children, but it still sings when they don't want to hang out with you as much. Not only do I do my best to raise independent children, I also want nothing more for them to be kind, appreciative, respectful, and accepting of other people and religions. Okay, where did that come from? <laughs> Was Is he not respectful of other religions? What am I missing? In this week's episode, I mentioned that after my divorce, I let a lot of my traditions slide and put them on the back burner after meeting Michael. Michael lost both of his parents, his mom to cancer when he was 16, and his hero, his father, to Lou Gehrig's disease nine years ago this month. I've worked with Michael to keep his family traditions going, especially the ones he holds dearest to his heart. Christmas, cooking, and Sunday pasta dinner. Michael makes the best lasagna and takes pleasure in making 65 meatballs for seven people. I've realized lately that I've been busy making sure Michael's traditions were kept alive and I've let some of my own traditions slide. As everyone gets older, the time we all spend together is decreasing, and I figure there's no better way to make family closer again than by bringing back some of our family traditions. Kiddish is a great place to start. Putting the phones down for a couple hours was tough, but at first, but it was all worth it. Family traditions are always great to bring back, but some things are better left in the past and shouldn't be brought up ever again. Do you know what I'm referring to? That's right. The ever-present feud between Jacqueline and Teresa. I love them both dearly, and I want nothing more than for the two of them to get back the friendship they once had. However, just like with relationships, if you harp on the past, you'll never be able to move forward. Let it go. And thus concludes the Bravo blog of Siggy. So what did you guys think of her this week? I think her family said it right, as you can tell from what I said. She needs to let it go uh, with her kid. That's what you, you need to let it go on your own kid. Your family's right. Let the damn kid have a cell phone. He's a good student. He's a good everything. Look, that's a little bit how I was raised. A super controlled all the time. And look at how I turned out. I'm a nutcase. I went and bought a pack of cigarettes when I was 18 years old just because I could and forced myself to smoke them just to be able to do something to rebel against my crazy controlling parents. So, you know, just saying there's a balance. She needs to find it. You let me know what you think below. I know, I know, I know I've already said it. We're going to go move over to the good blogs now from Melissa and Teresa. And I think let's do Melissa first with her blog called It's Not the Friend I've Known for Years. I hope you're all enjoying the sunshine. August is a busy month for our family with Antonia and Joe's birthdays and our wedding anniversary. I can't believe Joe and I have been married for 12 years and that my little girl is already 11. I want to enjoy every last bit of the summer with our family and friends so I I'll get straight right to it. My conversation with Jacqueline. This was the first argument we've really ever had, and I've tried to keep my cool. 
I was pretty straightforward with her why I felt she was out of line, and to this day, I still don't think she gets it or wants to. When she had her finger in my face, I realized two things. One, this is not the friend I've known for years. And two, I have the patience of a saint. Something is very off with Jacqueline. There's a lot of animosity from her that has come out of nowhere. And I wish I could say that things get better from here. But as you will soon see, this is just the beginning. So I'll see you all next week. Lots of love. Melissa. Whoa, that was really short and sweet. Thank you. It's interesting. I don't I don't know what to make of Jacqueline. Like, I do agree if I was in her position and got slammed the way she got slammed, I would want to set the record straight. And I am from come from a place of Teresa gets everything brushed off and slid under the rug, and she's probably sick of Teresa getting away with everything. So I'm all for her standing around here. But you let me know what you think in the comment section below about this whole Melissa and Jacqueline, you know, feud, if we want to call it that. I already told you the spoilers that I kind of think are heard. Um, um, I see both sides. I think Jacqueline should be allowed to go to Joe. I don't see anything wrong with that. Um, and I also get why to, Melissa's upset too. But whatever. You guys let me know what you think in the comment section below. We're going to get to hopefully what's the good blog. I really, honestly, I don't read these first. From Teresa. <laughs> and America's favorite victims blog is called Jacqueline was so vicious. <laughs> You know where vicious people end up? I heard in jail. It's interesting. Because out of the two of you, pretty sure you're the one that's in jail. Anyway, Teresa says, so much for our, quote, rebuilding a friendship. When Jacqueline and Chris invited me and Joe to their house for dinner, I went because I truly believe Jacqueline wanted to work on healing our relationship like I did. I thought this was a friendship worth saving since she and I had been so close for so many years. And maybe I'm naive, but I was really looking forward to a nice night with Chris and us talking and sharing a few laughs. Trying to take steps to rebuild what we had lost that obviously just didn't happen. I got invited to her house and got attacked again. So no thanks. Okay, I'm totally confused. I feel like this is her blog from last week, but no, it's not. Maybe she copy and pasted? Well, a ghostwriter did. I don't know. I don't know. Everything seemed fine when we first got there. I was happy to see CJ and Nicholas, who have gotten so big. But when Jacqueline and I were alone and I began to tell her how I felt about the way she treated me in the past because I wanted an honest relationship with her, I felt like she started to attack me rather than listen to what I was saying to her. She saw how uncomfortable I was, but she just kept going. Then she called my brother, and to me, that's crossing a line. 
who does that? Then, as you saw, she hit below the belt with her nasty words. She was mean. And for me, that was it. I had to leave. I had to remove myself from the negativity. As I said before, I just want peace. And I wasn't getting it over there. Truth be told, I felt the same way at her house that night that I did on her deck all those years ago, when she just kept going with the questions about my legal issues and digging and digging. I thought it was weird when she asked me so many personal questions that none of my other close friends had ever asked me. Intrusive questions that I would never ask them. I really hope that one day Jacqueline and I can rebuild our friendship, but right now I'm just not sure. I'm disappointed in the way she acted towards me that night. I had the best of intentions of not going there, but she showed me she hasn't changed at all. She was so vicious. It was so sad to see her like that, to be honest. Hopefully, she will find a way to stop being so negative and learn to listen better and not make assumptions about things before lashing out. I hope she learns to at least be more positive. And on a more positive note of my own, I have to say I was really happy when Melissa defended me and my brother at lunch with Jacqueline. It makes me feel so good that things are good with her and my brother again. I was hoping the same thing would happen with Jacqueline, but it didn't. Anyway, keep tuning in to see what happens with us. You may be surprised or not. I also liked this episode because it focused a lot on family, Siggy and her kids and me and Joe and our kids. Siggy is a great mom and tradition is important to her, as it is with me and my family. I love watching the moments with Joe and the girls, but it got emotional. It's hard to see Joe now that he's away and the girls miss him so much, but I hope you're enjoying the show and the summer. Until next time, thus concludes the Bravo blog of... Teresa. Now, what did you guys all think here? Because personally, I feel like the only reason Melissa is on Teresa's side is she doesn't want to be attacked anymore. She wants peace in her family and you want Teresa to get her kicked off the show. Obviously, she's not going to be in good with Teresa. She's not going to be on the show. I mean, do you just choose loyalty to your family over what you think is the right thing? Can she not speak her mind because Teresa is so batshit crazy that if she honestly tried to say what the truth was, Teresa would go all psycho on her and blow up her whole life again the way she's done every other time in the past? I kind of think it's self-preservation for Melissa, but you uh, go ahead and comment in the section below and let me know what you think, because we need to get to our final segment and how we're going to end this show called Viewer Complaints. I don't like you. You're the worst. Your show sucks. This is stupid. I hate games for radio. You don't even know what you're talking about. Now, I hope you guys are going to enjoy this new segment because it's from a comment. And I love when you guys seriously comment below. And I hope this doesn't discourage anybody from commenting below. But there is a very specific reason I want to leave. I mean, read. I'm going to leave it on the website and I'm going to read this viewer's comment. I'm not going to give their name. I mean, I want to, but I won't. You could read it over on the website if you end up wanting to. Anyway, here's what this lovely viewer, we're going to call them Glandy Porge. (laughs) 
Uh, you would know it. That's funny if you read the comment. Anyway. Pandy Porridge, or whatever the hell I'm making her name be, says, You had me as a new fan. Until you jumped on the Jacqueline train and went in hard for Teresa. Look, I'm not a Teresa fan. Actually, hold on. Let's stop right there. I jumped on the Jacqueline train and went in hard for Teresa. Okay, so clearly... You've never heard any of these shows before. So I don't really understand how you're going to wrap up all my feelings on being a new fan and listening to one show. Okay. I'm not a Teresa fan. Okay, let's stop again. So you're not a Teresa fan, but spoiler alert, you're not happy with the way I talked about her. uh, And you're not going to listen to these anymore. So you're not her fan, but you're gonna let how you think crazy I feel about her uh, uh, affect it. Okay, so let's go back. I can't stomach the cruelty and hateful comments about her past. Whose comments? Are they the comments from the voices in your head? Are they the comments from the people on the internet? Do you mean my comments? I mean examples, if you mean me. But I'm going to, I'll get more into that in a minute. So let's move forward. The majority of fans of the show thought Jacqueline went into that dinner looking for a fight. Okay, first of all, way to go on surveying the majority of the Real Housewives fans. Oh my God. Can, look, I will be your friend. Can I have the list? Like, how did you contact all these people? Do you have like some magic production company that you work for or like a PR firm? I could use that list. I could use more listeners to the show. Clearly, I've lost you, but I could use that list. So I'm t- but thank you for doing the poll and letting us know what all the viewers think and being the voice of the viewers on this one. I appreciate it. Okay, back to your comments. Your dislike for Teresa skewed me the other way. And it's a shame because I enjoyed the other recaps and and look forward to listening to this in the future. Now, hold on. Let's back up, liar McLiar pants. I thought you were a new fan. This was the first show that you listened to. But now you listen to my other shows because here's the thing. If you listen to my other shows, you would understand that we do comedic recaps and that I shit on all these people. And at the end of the day, I don't give a crap what they do. This is just a persona of an angry, bitter fan. The true fans of reality recaps know that my opinions are based on what crazy, psychotic people say on Twitter or comment on my website. I'm just a reflection of that, and I take it to the extreme. Do you know what I really think of Teresa? Nothing. None of these people, because I don't know them. And in real life, I wouldn't judge people I don't know. So, we do comedic recaps, okay? It's supposed to be funny. You're not supposed to take them so seriously. I was talking to you like this, because maybe if I baby talked, and you understand things better. Okay, so back to the Andy McPandy sense. She says, 
I actually pulled up my Amazon account halfway through, but after listening to the entire podcast, I don't care to hear anymore or support you. Aww. First of all, you pulled it up halfway through the show, but didn't do it and you got to the end of the podcast. Okay, so, I mean, look, I don't like to really judge people without knowing them, but you sound stupid. Like, if it's going to take you 20 minutes from pulling a web page up to click two buttons, uh, you're a special kind of stupid, is what I'm saying. And threatening me with not supporting my shows, the show's PS, which you get for free, makes you kind of a dick. I don't like using the B words. I'm going to call you dick. A douchebag, maybe. You can keep your money. There's a lot of people that enjoy the shows. As a matter of fact, the people who enjoy our shows right now should go make up for Sandy George's unwillingness to do the Amazon trials because by the time you guys read this, there'll only be three days left. And we're not really that close to our goal. So it's yourrealityrecaps.com slash Amazon video. You can watch the three-minute video, do some trials, and it will help us keep bringing you content that we bring to you guys all year for free. Because, you know, we do more than just cover The Real Housewives. We cover Big Brother and Survivor, RuPaul's Drag Race and Bachelor and Bachelorette and Amazing Race and the Canadian versions, so much more. All of which is a full-time job. A job, P.S., that takes time away from my family and my friends that we don't make money for. So, Sandy George, your inability to understand a comedic recap and your threatening of, I'm not going to do you Amazon video because I don't like how you talk about Teresa, which, P.S., I don't even really care about her, but I'm going to boycott your show for something I don't even care about. Eat a dick. And I know I'm angry and this is supposed to be a community recap, but I'm making all my own rules. But here's my thing. I'm getting really pissed off with people who feel the need to complain about the shit that you're getting for free. That requires hours and hours and hours of work that you get for free. If you don't like it, don't listen. And PPS, I don't want this to discourage anybody from leaving feedback, constructive feedback or criticism. I think people, I don't, I don't want people to think that I can't take constructive criticism or feedback. It's specific feedback like this, which is clearly so full of shit that it's not even relevant. And feedback that's like, I'm not supporting you. and blah, blah. None of that's helpful. Here's what would have been helpful. Herrick, I listened to your show. I think maybe you don't have it all right when it comes to Teresa. I think you're missing this point or that point. And I am still a fan of her. And I like your shows. We just disagree on this point. And I would have been like, oh, my God, thanks for letting me know. I will definitely think about that. It's just these bitter keyboard warriors. And look, and here's the thing. I'm going to I'm going to let you all in on a secret that's going to make your lives happier whether you love our shows or hate our shows. Oh, and by the way, aside from doing the Amazon trials to to, to wrong this right, 
I will say there's also a form that you can go fill out at yourrealityrecaps.com slash I hate Eric. It is an actual form on our website, which will help me to understand why you don't like our shows. I totally read it. So go check that out. Yourrealityrecaps.com slash I hate Eric. You are not allowed to go there until you go do some Amazon trials. Again, it ends on the 31st of August, 2016. There's only three days left. Do it now. Or don't even bother. Anyway, I love all of you. And I realized I got a little bit bitter there at the end. I I realized I got a little bitter there. I'm, I'm going to keep it real. There's part of me that's debating right now in my own head. Should I just delete this? It comes off too angry. No, I'm leaving it. Because it's how I actually feel. P.S. After going into New York City and spending hundreds of dollars to get autographs from reality stars to give away to all of you people for what? For free. But please, leave some more comments in my chat room about how you don't like what we do and are screwing us over. Oh, and my point was, this is the last namaste moment I'm going to leave you all with to make all of you happier and have more fulfilling lives. If you don't like something and you don't enjoy something, don't spend time focusing on it at all. You will have a much happier life. See you guys all next week. (laughs) Well, that about wraps up our Real Housewives of New Jersey audio blogs for this week. Now, don't forget, if you love what we're doing, well, we need your support. Consider making a one-time donation over at yourrealityrecaps.com slash PayPal, or even better yet, becoming a patron at yourrealityrecaps.com slash patron, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. And if you are listening on iTunes, a five-star rating and a nice review really is a great free way to help support our shows. It's the least you freeloaders could do. But again, the patron uh, group gives you access to the patron-only group, kind of self-explanatory, and special shows weekly just for patrons, as well as prize giveaways and so much more. But it and PayPal donations are what keeps us up and running. We can't do these shows without your support, so if you like them, consider supporting us the best way you can for free or with a monetary donation. We will see you guys all next week. Check out all of our content over at yourrealityrecaps.com and we'll see you soon. Bye, everybody.